bring it on, Sammy. Yeah, absolutely. Mate, we're on, buddy. How are you, Sam? Yeah, good, thanks, Leon. Thanks for having me, mate. Mate, my pleasure, buddy. Today, guys, we want to we want to chat all things mental illness. We want to talk all things anxiety. We want to talk all things suicide. So, this guy, Sam Parker, grab life by the balls. This guy, for me, does more work in the community on the Sunshine Coast here than I've ever seen before. And and that's and I've been following and doing my work for the last few years, buddy. But I I, I haven't seen anyone do the amount of work that you do out in the community, mate. So I'm honoured to have you here today, man. So thanks for your time, Sammy. Thanks, mate. Great to be here. Awesome, man. Awesome, matey. Let, let's just get straight straight to the point. And what why do you do why do you do this work? Like a lot of people can say, like, what why do you do work with people that are depressed and and have depression and are suicidal? It's a it's it's a somber job it can be at times let's be realistic what what where's your heart you you obviously wear your heart on your sleeve too you know what i mean yeah yeah um that's a really good question leon thanks for thanks for going balls deep straight straight in (laughs) (laughs) um so i suppose i suppose the key turning point for me is like i knew mental health stats um i had a um a lot of work personal development wise becoming a chiropractor and then all this free time and that sort of thing but becoming a dad was kind of the turning point and there was a point there when it got really dark for me and it was basically the thing that automatically pulled me out i didn't have depression i didn't have anxiety i just felt like really stuck and i felt like a bit of a failure and i think that's one of the other things that we'll talk about with suicide and the stats around suicide but i just felt like i was a failure and the, the thing that snapped me straight out of that was thinking about what Jacko, my little boy, would be like without a dad. And that stopped the thought in its tracks. And I was like, if this is me, okay, maybe I'm a bit broken, Let's what's going on here? And then we played golf with Timmy, Maddie and Shawnee, um, some good mates, and we're just having a, a general conversation. I felt the pressures of being a dad and, you know, four-wheel drives, cars, holidays, you know, all that, houses, all this sort of stuff. So I asked a random question playing golf, you know, and that key thing is golf, doing something side by side with guys is so much easier than face to face absolutely and then um had a chat about i oh, know what do you think about getting a house and all these sorts of things sorry i'll turn around and tell them on the video yeah, well. so give, give, back give, it, give it a wave as well <laughs> <laughs> um and i just asked that question then all these guys popped up with all the stress and the shit that was going on in their lives well not not massively but enough and i was like holy shit it's not just it's fucking not me just you, hey? and and these guys i'm with like to me they've all got their shit together yeah and I was yeah. like, I would look like, without sounding up myself, maybe look, people look at me and look like I've got my shit together. Mm. Ask my wife, I definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an interesting week this yeah, week, yeah, so yeah. just touch base with Catherine oh, on that one. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Catherine. Then, <laughs> and, then, and then these other guys, like, they got their shit together. And I was like, these guys, like, feel under the pump with shit as well. And I was like, fucking hell. So I knew the men- some of the mental health stats and men's health stats for Australia and their shit. Mm. Yeah. Like um, absolutely. Like if we're we're in your oh. we're in your gym, you know, like um, obesity and all those sorts of lifestyle related stuff is like off the charts. Let alone all the mental health stuff. And I was like, holy shit, this is like, look around. If these guys and me uh, got some shit going on that we all pretend like it's not going on, mm. it's like we're all, this sm- is, we're all smaller on the outside. This is aren't this we? is massive. Mm. And I think that added the the ballsiness to what we talk about these mm. days because. It's not just like, Matt, you've had a completely different journey to me. Like you just asked me whether I, I don't think I know anyone who personally, uh, related or as a good mate, um, has suicided. Yeah, this is fascinating because I, 
I, again, I didn't really know your background. That's why I thought, you know what? Hey, let's just come and chat and let, let's find out yeah. more about what's going on. So yeah, it is, it's interesting how everyone has their own story for going down this road. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, yeah, my story we'll, we'll touch on later on. But your story is fascinating. Now, what, I want to go back a little bit and yeah. find out what, what made you feel down? Naturally, you said you, you had a child. Was there anything in particular, just for our viewers that might, oh, that's why I was in that position too and I didn't didn't have depression, I was de- more depressed or yeah. what, was it an event in your lifestyle that sort of in your life that actually made you feel down? Just a, just an accumulation of things. And so the technical term, so this the stat that I was getting to with suicide is yes, there is a whole heap of people that have depression, anxiety and suicidality, thoughts of suicide that take that, step two suicide but then um more than half of suicide is due to situational distress mm. so a shitload of stress is yep. basically and you know the technical version yeah and that and that's probably the category where i felt like i was probably in so i was like jacko wasn't a big fan of sleeping yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so i was pretty tired um doing doing a job that i love uh, i like but i don't love and yeah. knowing i needed to do something more um, feeling the pressures of that financially as well. So knowing I, knowing I needed to do something and express myself and get up and speak and and inspire people, um, but being stuck in an office. I'm a chiropractor and I love what I do, but it's not the the end game for me. There's more. I need to I need to be doing more. It's like this thing inside yeah, me that just, inside just you. You can't be, yeah because you're out everywhere aren't you as i say Cairo, you're in you're in a little four wall yeah, and, yeah. and you're doing your thing and, you, and you're probably amazing at it but as you say where your heart goes someone that wears a heart on their sleeve and they just want to help they yeah. le- and they legitimately want to help because they they have that passion and 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 empathy and they just want to give back to people which is that's how i see you sam and and, and that is hard because I was a tradesman as myself. Well, yeah. not a, you know, Corey's not a tradie, but in a way, <laughs> same, same, yeah, same, <laughs> same, same, do, doing something I didn't want to do either. <laughs> and and same deal, you know. It wasn't until I found myself later on, until certain events led me to realise, well, there is more that I need to offer. Mm. So I had to get out on that as well. So yeah, so you know, Jacko not sleeping, um, a bit financially stressed, not do, knowing I need to do something else. Probably a little bit isolated as well. Like you're tired as so lifestyle change. You know, you've got a kid. You're not going out like you used to, or it's a lot harder too. You know, Jacko wasn't sleeping, so we kind of we're still a little bit shut in in the evenings. We do most of our stuff in the mornings. Um, isolated from mates a little bit more than I was than used to, um, and sort of comparing myself to other people. And you know, that's what mm. you know that's what gave the ballsy aspect of what we talk about. You know, talk about having all these thoughts inside our heads. You know, and we call that inner prick. And then that expectation of um, you know basically no matter what your journey is to get a job that pays a lot of money that was always the the you know that was living your best life essentially and it's not necessarily true the good boy syndrome and then the expectation factor of social media like i think that's um not that i don't think there's some interesting things that they do with social media to keep you on there mm. but it's up to us to take responsibility for how we yeah. use that and best use that but we inadvertently get trapped comparing ourselves to others and you don't see all the shit that's going on like what I found out with with the boys when we were playing golf, you know, that they're all feeling the same way. So yeah, that, that kind of gave it some some edge to what we talk about it, and I'll probably talk about it in a different way. And I've got some more firsthand um, hand and balls anyway. Um, firsthand <laughs> experience. <laughs> I don't know your personal experience. Firsthand experience of that sort of thing. So I think the the message became more relatable. So a lot of our our grassroots events, as we call them, yep. is all around mateship because social isolation. 
um, is as bad as smoking 16 cigarettes a day, depending on what study yeah. you read. But also that's the opposite of that. And that's where I feel like grab life by the balls. That's why we call ourselves grab life by the balls. It's because, yeah, there's some shit going on for everyone. And you might be at the bottom of the ladder contemplating, you know, checking out. Or you might be somewhere around that. If, as an analogy, not judging anyone for where they're at just as a model. But what, you know, if you're at the top of the ladder, if you're thriving, if you're living a life um, that you're happy with, that's on purpose, that you're inspired, you're empowered, all these sorts of things, let's say that's grabbing life by the balls on top of the ladder, what's, what are they doing? Yeah. So, yeah. What, you know, so like happiness and, and purpose are one of the, you know, purpose is better than happiness, but everyone's looking for happiness. So happiness is a good place to start, but that only gets you so far according to positive psychology research of how good things are. Having a stronger purpose and I, you know, builds up your resilience. You can go through a bit of shit at times because you've got something, you know, you're working towards something or there's a bigger meaning to your life or a purpose bigger than oneself, mm. which is like what you do is what we do and we kind of come at it different ways. But that mateship factor with men is massive because typical and stereotypical, so don't judge me, but just generally speaking, <laughs> guys are going to try and go out and make as much money as they can. That typically... Um, it's like starting to change with the internet, but basically 60 to 80 hours a week of work if you want to climb a ladder, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got, that's all week, try and cram that in. And then you've got kids on the weekend, usually kids sport once they get to a certain age. So that takes up most of Saturday and you're probably helping out there. Saturday yeah, yeah, night, yeah. Saturday <laughs> night, Saturday night so, is, is uh, dinner with the missus friend and you're not necessarily best mates with, that, <laughs> with the other partner. <laughs> and then Sunday you're going to, you're cutting the grass and doing stuff around the house and going to Bunnings. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sunday night you're sitting back going, geez, I've got to do all that again. That's like, where's, where are you going to top up your, how can you grab life by the balls and where are you yeah. going to top up your own bucket or yeah. get your own oxygen mask and that's what we do laid back events where guys can just come in talk shit or they can get you know deep whatever bring whatever whoever you are and whatever you've got come along hang out have a chat top up your own bucket yeah because then you're not going to be kicking that bucket <clears throat> or kicking the cat or kicking the kids when you go home <laughs> yes. you've actually done a little bit of something for yourself and yeah. guys are actually social creatures. We don't realise this as much. And, and we've but, gone complete 360 to the yeah, office that I've yeah, isolated. Yeah, like I remember dad having beers in the in the shearing shed. The she- we lived on five acres and we lived next to a sheep, rice farm, all sorts of stuff. And the, and the shearing shed was next door. The amount of beers Johnny, the next door neighbour, and dad would have in there. It's like, dad, you know, what time's dinner, you know? And not that they, and you know, they didn't go deep on conversations. They were talking about the land and just, you know, just yeah, talking stories. Just but like... There's mateship there. Like, it doesn't matter There's how a, it looks. There was a, a Jono or a Robo <laughs> there as well. I'll get it in. I've got to just... Um, I'll have to drop a castle quote in here at some stage as well. I'll be right, eh? But there's that, that's one of the frustrating things that I I feel with um, a lot of the help that's out there. And, like, the you know, our good mates at the Alliance, they, they're doing what they're really good at and doing great work, and you're doing great work with them. Mm, right. um, our little bit of difference is, you know meeting guys where they're at they're not they're not yes they don't access services and yes they could get into a bit of personal development or as i like to call it woo woo stuff yeah you know? yeah somewhere in the middle is where guys are at and we just want to say hey mate come and hang out come and have a chat be yourself and you know get whatever you need out of this interaction and it's not about telling them they're wrong with that they need to be um 
you know, guys, are, Aussie guys have lost their identity massively. I think maybe even Western guys have yeah. lost their identity as women become more empowered, which definitely needs to happen. Yep. And and they're doing what they need to do, but guys are getting a bit lost. It's like, well, do I need to be really strong and macho? Yeah. But then I need to be sensitive. Well, like, when do I need to be sensitive, and when do I need to? It's like it's so confusing. Yeah. Hey. So they're not gonna they're not gonna open up and tell tell, tell their mate necessarily how they really feel, are they? No, not all the time. But as as, we, as you create that trust and rapport that we do get at our barbecues, Perfect. and that you see guys start to actually have catch up outside of our events, like yeah. you see Facebook and the guys are going for runs or coffees, or they're doing other stuff outside of the events we create on the Sunshine Coast, which is really cool. But then they're also developing a deeper relationship that maybe they do start talking about some stuff that they haven't talked about with other people. And, you and you're probably spot on, Sam. And I think you've just nailed it. Whereas what you're doing that's why i applaud it i i'm i'm cooped under this gym roof here pretty much all day so my my methods to you is different whereas you you're you're getting out in the community which is amazing i'm only going via via social media but i built i built a team of around 80 athletes and and over the last sort of six and a half years and and that's where i learned about all so much about suicide and mental illness and being on a roof here where there's no one here and it's only a one-on-one so that's where I'm, I'm connecting all these disconnected people mm. because that's kind of what our society's turned out. Would you agree? It's just become disconnected, isolated. So my method was to build this gym here and get people in here and bring them all together. And then, as you said, Sam, outside here, then all of a sudden they're meeting up for coffees and then they can express their feelings and then they've got someone to talk to and they're building rapport with people outside here now, which started here, so then they can start expressing themselves. So I think... It's the key, and that's why I just love what you're doing. It's just the point of the, the message is getting out that you're connecting people that otherwise, if you weren't doing what you're doing, who knows? You know, we, we, we don't, the statistics uh, are not pretty on, on suicide and what you're doing. You, you know, you, you probably wouldn't even know, but you, 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 probably, you probably brought that statistic down just, just solo on yourself by the work that you're doing. Right, so it's pretty cool, man. Thanks, man. My pleasure. I'm kind of speechless after that. Thanks. Oh, that's yeah. all right. Don't, don't be speechless, mate. We just, <laughs> no, no, we, we just started. You could be speechless. I don't know what to say after all that. So. Now, the fact of the matter it is, Sam, it's 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 true, and and I've had some 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 horrible stories that unfortunately that I can share. Mm. Fortunately or unfortunately, unfortunately that I have to share, but fortunately I can educate people. The fact that I learned the hard way, mm. Sam. I, you know, I've had multiple friends i had two just at the back of uh within a week of each other at the end of last year i had two clients within a week take their life i had a my brother took his life so i've had to learn the hard way and and that's why i try to get my message out there mm. because i'm just so so, so you know I've, I've made some some mistakes that i wish i didn't make um it, it was only just your lack of education it wasn't deliberate mistakes you know what I mean? That just I just didn't understand. I missed the signs and symptoms, and I think that's why you engaging with the community and 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 educating them, and I think that's the key. And I think just when we go back to the alliance, the alliance for suicide prevention on the Sunshine Coast, which is you can vouch for this, mate. They're just the, the the most amazing building, and you can walk in there and you can feel it at home. And I think that's for me is the be- the best complex that's been built here. You know, the best thing that's happened on the Sunshine Coast because I, th- these guys. Are leading it, are leading it, and they're relying on people like you, Sam, to get out in the community and doing your job. And I, and I know how much they speak highly of you, man. So just 
don't stop, mate. Just keep keep sharing the love, mate, because it's 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 working. And I see everything from my side. Mm. You know, what I mean, sometimes I I love to get down to your gigs, and I just haven't even been there, and I'm feeling so good. I'm like, oh my god, I just can't get down there, man. On Friday morning, that's my busy morning. But one morning, I'll, I'll just take off and I'll get down there, and I'll have a bit of what do you say, chin wag, mate? Chin wag, mate. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, no, and the alliance have been amazing. They um, uh, I've yet to do the assist training, but uh, definitely getting as many of our our ballers, I suppose. I'm going to think of a cool <laughs> name. I'm not sure of what guys that come along to grab ball, ball. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, getting a, as many people trained up in that safe training, like that's something I've, um, yeah, I've used, I've only uh, maybe had a, that training under my belt for maybe 12 months and I've used that more than I've used my yeah. normal first aid. Hey, like it's a bit, um, it's a really good tool to have and it, you just, it, you need a structure sometimes when the shit does hit the fan. For those that don't know, this this there's assist suicide training. It's a it's the training now that you, you that the alliance is is well. I think they I think that they can guide us to where where to get it done. But obviously, there's a lot of places well, out there that it. yeah, that's yeah. probably the word. And there's obviously a few companies out there that are doing it. But it educates um, anyone can do it, and any, any business, any individual can do it. And yeah, which is the which is amazing, and and that's great. That, it, that it's free because it's something that everyone should almost have over first aid like you said because we are engaging ourselves in so many conversations with individuals and I, and I spoke about this yesterday that like how many time are pe- how many times are people actually talking to each other and how many times do you reckon people actually are listening to exactly what a person is saying now if you actually learn to listen I think and 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 look at people's body languages and look at their eyes you, you can you can work out man you can always identify this person's not right or they're different to they were last week or you can see Simon Simpson you start asking a few questions and and when you start engaging in conversation build rapport they might express themselves open up but this assist training yeah it, it teaches you how to handle the scenarios mm. for people out there that, that, that don't know how to how to address if you think someone is suicidal how do you go about it and um do you, do you want to give an example? Let, let, let's say just for the for for our listeners out yeah. there, let's let this is this is play a little a little little role on here, and let's say oh, oh, I'm little Johnny, mate. I'm little Johnny, and you're you're going to play it out. I was going to yeah. use a situation where I'd used it. Okay, do do, do that. Then I'm not, was, I don't have to be little Joey. Yeah, Johnny, yeah. Johnny. Um, I won't say where it was, but it was a guy who was uh, potentially losing his job, mm. and uh, just over some stupid shit, just little stuff, but um. Uh, was unsafe so he was shitting himself he finally got the permanent job which increased his pay packet so new car new house sort of upgraded everything because that was the that was the vision was always to get this job to do all that and then with this little unsafe incident he was packing his dacks like he was proper um, on edge and I could relate to that fear of failure thing that I felt um, when I got into an interesting headspace Oh, I could feel it with him, and I was like, "Mate, have you? You basically got to come out and ask." So, like, you could tell his body language was mm. was shot. He was quite anxious or on edge of something, like not as in a drug way, but it just you know it was on the verge of like some sort of breakdown. Yeah, and um, it's like, "Mate, what's going on?" Sat with him, listened, and then it was like, "Okay, have you had any thoughts about suicide and following through with that?" And you know, the answer was yes. So it's like, "Okay." fuck yeah yeah it's <laughs> um it, it's a isn't it a heavy you know you, you you can say that ask that question in your head a hundred times when you actually got to ask it 
in a real life scenario. It's, all, it's almost like doing your CPR course mm. for first aid and you're on a dolly and you're giving it CPA, then all, CPR, then all of a sudden you've got to do it in real life, which I've done. It's You, you can't even compare. And, mm. and to actually ask a, a human being, like, are, are you suicidal? Are you thinking suicide? Yeah, it's, it's a... Look, I've had it, done it as well, where I've copped a backhand. Okay, I've been abused mm. many times. But I sort of kept my head and understood that that's... That's just their response because it's a horrible question to ask a friend, and these were friends at mm. the time. But their answer was yes. Yeah. The back end was just a, like a defensive mechanism. Yeah, yeah. And how could you ask? How could you ask me such a thing? Because I'm your mate. Yeah. Which made it even harder when it's a, maybe an acquaintance you can come out and say. But when it's someone yeah. you're close to, it's a it's a very tough question to ask. But it's it's and and, and let's just finish the role play and yeah, and, so and, and what would you do from straight, that? On? I was like straight on to. Um, uh, where I was, I was straight on to a counsellor, rang them and yep. made sure that, or waited for them to call us back, unfortunately, but yep. sat with him that whole time. Fantastic. Kind of packed my dax when he went to the toilet yep. after having that sort of conversation. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. made someone else sort of make sure they're in the toilet there, pretending to, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 they are <laughs> doing their thing. I'm sure there's a joke with grab like, <laughs> the balls there, but let's yeah, not go there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, just waited until the, um, the counsellor um, got on board and responded and they had a conversation and then had a chat with the counsellor after they'd had a chat and yep. and then that was, you know, I'd done what I needed to do and he was in a safe space and the counsellor was obviously trained in that sort of thing and I think Fantastic. one one for us, on a side note, one for us, me not being a counsellor and a psychologist and that sort of thing I think is advantageous for, we target men in particular, we don't want to turn men off, we want men guys just to engage with yep. the way that they are but also acknowledge the fact that there's a heap of shit that I can't deal with, mm. but I can I can recognise and make sure people get the help they need. You know, I think you, it'd be, you know, it's part of the team approach. Like, in an ideal world, grab life by the ball shouldn't need any suicide prevention training. But it's the it's the beast that we're you know we're playing in that space. Mm. At some point, ideally, we want to make you know guys happier and more on purpose and live a better life. But then also acknowledge the fact that at some point, all of us pretty much are going to have some sort of shit spot to be in and that yep. training was just like kicked yep. in straight away it's like right okay you know like i'm getting chills talking about it, but you know that you go like right okay this is this is real mm. you know it's um yeah invaluable and just to have that little and it's not much of a, it doesn't sound like much having this conversation the training but it's invaluable and it's just yep. something you need to need to get done i believe yep and well in particular my position with how much engagement we have in the community but for everyone to have that, you know, because it's not just this, you know, suicides 15 to 44 in Australia is the leading cause mm. of death, you know, like that's, that's fucked. It is when it's got taken over, you know, car accidents yeah. and, and, and stuff and like so that. We, and so we need to recognise some of these, some mm. of these things and not just go, oh, okay, they're just having an off day. Sometimes you do need to ask that question and go, hey, mm. what's going on? Because, you know, you'd rather have that conversation than... Think about having that conversation after the fact. Hey, as hundred percent, you know, oh, which I, must be gut wrenching for you, knowing now what you know with everything and and your experience too. Yeah, it, it, it's horrible. Just but just back to what you were saying then about you know how you run the council and stuff, and and it's great that you, again you got the tools and education and and just you, you know yourself and I. It's pretty important that even that in the future, like we probably do now, you probably do now, ha having connections to go, you know what, okay, this person's got this, we'll go to a counsellor, hang on, this person's a little bit further on, they need a psychologist, hang on, this person's actually, I don't think they want to live through the day. Mm. So when, when you get to that real acute 
scenario that I've been in before. And and basically, if I that person, this person's actually told me, if I walk out that door, they're gonna mm. do something now. They're gonna take their life now. So I've actually had to ring emergency services. Yeah. So in this scenario too, when if you're in that really cute scenario where you know they're not going to counsel, they're, they're refusing. They're not. They're gonna refuse any sort of assistance. Well, that that's that's when you go, okay, that's the triple O, mate. There mm. is there is nothing you can do. You know, all right, and you got to hang there, and 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 that's when you become very. Um, Unpopular with that individual. I've been there again, being called every name under the sun. But I can assure you that they're not all alive. But uh, more often than not, more of them are alive today. So yeah. while I didn't gain any friends out of it, I'd, I'd prefer to someone to dislike me, but they're alive to this day. Yeah. So that's one thing I can vouch, and it's and and that's where sometimes you've got to put that individual's feelings aside. And that's where we can get we can get overtaken where we're like oh you know oh yeah okay i won't i won't call them because you don't want to get locked up and you don't want to be isolated and go to a you know a mental ward but the fact of the matter is you need to put all that aside and you just got to make the call yeah you know what i mean because again you prefer to have a, a, an alive friend friend that dislikes yeah. you yeah and then you know all the stats you know like we're, some of those stats we we're talking about before and you know the one that i was talking about you know you don't doesn't necessarily have to be depressed or anxious or have have issues it could be just something that's built up over time mm. and unfortunately guys get it done first time mm. and that's why it's so important yeah you know, that's that training because guys 70 71 percent of the time or around that figure yeah. you know guys get it done the first time and you don't have that you don't have a chance that's to have it. that conversation again yeah so and so if in doubt if you if you suspect ask the question mm. yeah i mean so you don't don't feel stupid you go oh, then they go no 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 i'm not going to do because i i asked it two weeks ago Mm. to a guy that I knew I didn't need to ask it, but I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna ask it anyway because I have all the signs and symptoms in front of me. Yeah. I, I, I suspected this individual wouldn't do such a thing. I just didn't think that they would do it. They didn't do it, it, it turned out well, but I also said that with these other people and they took their life. Mm. You know I mean, and, and, and I've even had a sad case scenario where I've had a brother of mine that used to ring me the, and he, he would ring me at he would ring me at quarter to eight every Friday night, and he was happy as though he was happy mm. as. And I'm thinking, you know, why the hell you call me at quarter to eight on Friday night? It's like this is my chill time, man. This is the, the footy's about yeah, Parramatta yeah, about that, to play. Exactly, <laughs> well, well, call me at half time when I know they're going to lose. Well, call me, <laughs> it, call me at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well we, well, we probably did lose anyway. But he actually would call at quarter to eight for the sheer fact that Friday night football was on at eight o'clock. So we tried and squeeze, he'd already had six beers afterwards. So, <laughs> so he'd squeeze in, you know, a 15 minute combo, then just be ready for kickoff. And that was the sequence. And back going back six and a half years ago, seven years, I couldn't, I didn't understand then. Again, this is a lack of education, you know, on my side. But what he was doing, the only time he felt good and relaxed was when he had a few beers. And it was downtime, the wife was out working, the kids were just going to bed. So that was his his man time. That was the only downtime he got in a very, very, very hectic life, but, but I didn't understand that. So what eventually happened was I, I stopped answering his phone calls at quarter to eight because I didn't want to answer a man. I was just like, my downtime, bro. And I'd say, dude, what are you calling me at? Like, can't you call me at like five o'clock or something normal, like a normal person? He's like, he's like, nah, bro, I love you, man. I just, I just want to chat. Because he was just happy. So in that moment, I had no idea that he had depression because he had them few beers to be relaxed and he was happy. If he, that's why he wouldn't ring at five o'clock. He hadn't mm. had a beer yet. He mm. couldn't communicate back then. Mm. 
So then when he went, and then when he took his life, you know, this, this went on for a couple of years, he'd call it this time. And again, I missed all the signs and symptoms and that, and, and, and that was my first wake up call to go, wow, like I, I missed that. It, it was, he, he used alcohol as, as a masking agent to pretty much bring up his mood. And then that's when he'd be your lovey dovey. So why would I think he's got depression? So I didn't even click. Mm. And, and then unfortunately I had another two scenarios a couple of years after that with a couple of clients, like I mentioned earlier, and, that, and they were very, very similar. Mm. You know what I mean? And, um, and we, but I'd see them primarily in the gym. So, you know, they'd be training, so the endorphins are flowing, flowing, so they weren't too bad. Mm. But, you know, that's because they're in a happy environment. Mm. You know what I mean? Or they put that fake smike, the smile on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, and then all of a sudden, but when they walk out them doors, that smile goes. Yeah, yeah. And then they've got another 23 hours in the day that they've got to try to hold themselves together. Yeah. So that, that's when I get so passionate in it because I, and what, I'm not afraid to put my hand up and say, gee, I made some vital mistakes. I, I did my best at the time with, uh, with the resources that I knew. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't good enough, but hey, you know what, I've learned that and that's why I'm big on trying to spread education and that's why I want, you know, having you here today, just things that you're saying, I'm gonna learn stuff from you and, and what you're doing, getting out there and just 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 providing like a, a purpose for people. Like that's almost as simple as that, what you're doing. You're giving a you're giving these guys a purpose that they, they would have not normally had on a Friday morning and whatever other events you're running. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's and you know, I, yeah, it's just massive, isn't it? It's it's great to see I was just thinking of, you know, Greg Inglis and, you know, Buddy Franklin, yeah. all these all these bulletproof guys. Um that things are getting reported now and they're coming out and showing, backing up the stats, you know, almost mm. pretty much, you know, scares the shit out of me and is one of my driving factors is like, well, Jacko, you could be one in two of those people that have mental, uh, a mental condition, mm. mental illness or disease or whatever you want to, the technical term these are these days, but one in two of us will have some sort of mental health condition in our lifetime. You know, yep. that's, that's pretty scary. And I think to, you know, you always hear, there's always the story about the guy that was all successful and always happy and you know mm. that was the guy that was you know most at risk and i think one you can put on the the um the the dark glasses if you like and you can see everyone's got some shit going on we've all got the same pressures we're all doing the yeah. same stuff we're all just human none of us are bulletproof have a look in the media um you know so you can have that conversation or go hey mate what's you know what's up like you're not you know even if you don't have the training it's like mate what's going on Hey, yeah, exactly. Because we're all we're all human. But then also, that's not to say that you know it's not okay to be happy. But just to know that under underneath the surface, we've all got some sort of stuff that we like right. better. There's a gap between where we are and where we want to be, and sometimes that gap can be massive and too much for us. You know, and and just you're so true, so true, man. Hey, and and just just really knowing that we, we all have to know that in life we're all going to go through a hard road at some point you know maybe many times we're all going to go through adversity things will always get better with things will always get better and 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 for me i always advise people you know what you know you hear the saying it ain't weak to speak mate the thing is that ain't you've got to talk and, and again back to what you're doing now creating an environment bond purpose getting guys out there mingling chatting together it's allowing them to talk and open up and say things that they wouldn't normally say, and they're building the rapport yeah. with people. I tell you, I tell you, I just had a very just before you turned up and early this morning, I just got a really chilling phone call, right? And it was, uh, I, I was asked, I don't even know how I put this. I was asked this eleven-year-old girl, right, was 
really down and she said she had depression and she also said that she wanted to put a sheet around her neck and hang herself she's 11 11 years old and she's saying that she's got depression however this individual is also saying that you know she's very active she's happy at school she's great she's she's very popular she's smart she loves her netball and, and and acrobatics and and so she's always going so we're trying to work out what's going on here and and, and the little girl's saying that she's got depression now the fact that there were so many happy things that she loved i wouldn't say depression i would say she she's probably depressed or something has got her down there's some some events hidden somewhere there's my little my counselor school's coming out there it could be it could be someone it could be a girlfriend at school you know she doesn't like or someone's called her a name or is it a teacher or is it an exam or is it a subject or something she's not comfortable with but it was a chilling conversation it just got me thinking and it's a, it's a big thing for people these days and her and just to add to that she was also said her brother mentioned that you know oh she's only saying this because she was told it on social media that she's depressed so someone on social media said she went on to, and, and looked it up and checked it out and started going oh yeah i must be depressed i've got depression so so what the mum was concerned she was saying that the more awareness that's getting put out there obviously on by on our behalf it's fantastic but there's also the people out there that are saying all the awareness is now making everyone put their hand up and say oh yeah i've got i've got depression too i've got depression but there's a big difference between depressed and having life events going on than having like deep dark depression yeah so well yeah it's probably yes yeah, yeah and yeah definitely some some clarity around that hey like it can be a bit of a slippery slope and that's you know that's mm. a, one of the um the downfalls of you know social media and the internet as well sorry um yeah it's tricky hey it's like well there's also like i do wonder and i'm not an expert it's just a thought you know like is is our resilience not as strong as it used to be as well oh well that'd be the first thing that i'd, I'd i would yeah. say well i think we need well and and because social media is such a massive part of our lives all we do see is all the cool shit mm. very rare some people are pretty open and honest um about what's going on and, and even i'm just thinking about my posts lately like i've it's a lot harder to do a shitty Instagram story of Jacko cracking the shits because you, you can't control it, but you can always see the happy ones. Yeah. So for every happy one, there is a shit one. And we, we kind of, we're accessing that all the time. Mm. So we start to think that that's real. But, you know, it's like TV. TV's not real. The TV shows that we're watching, when you actually see that footage and you see all the film chronicles and stuff, it's, you know, it's all, it is an element of, it's all fake. And like, we I think we're getting lost in that. We need to feel happy all the time. And that, um, different emotions are bad. They're yep. all, they all have a, a purpose at times. You know, like mm. we had Brent Tate, great example because it's sport. You know, has had a, a heap of shit going on. Oh. How's that for a loud phone <laughs> Put him on silence. <laughs> um, we had Brent Tate recently, and like he he went through heaps of stuff. Potentially not being able to play rugby league at 22 like he's mm. you know his life's dream of playing you know elite level rugby league potentially with his next stuff at 22 being in trouble with that you know a shitload of injuries and heaps yeah. of stuff that's happened but it was the resilience and the iron will because that's the name of his book to to step up and and go to that next level and push through that like that's that's a real story yeah and it's like there's examples of adversity everywhere it's like you watch sports awesome you know let's talk about footy for example like 
there's knock-ons, you're gonna get penalized for something, you know, you might get suspended here and there, you might stuff up, you might miss a tackle, but you've just gotta get back up and help out the rest of your team. Mm. Yep. And that's life as well. You're gonna yep. knock on, you're gonna get in trouble, you might get in trouble for something, you might just stuff up, things just don't work, but you still gotta turn up and you're still gonna play the 80 minutes. Yep. And then, yep, you might lose that game, mm. but you're still gonna turn up next week and do it all again and you can still win it next week. Absolutely, do you feel, and, I, and I'd be the first to say what you said then about Brett Tate, great, great example. My example is very similar, whereas when Dean took his life, obviously the, you know, when it went a suicide, it's the blame game and whose fault is it? And the, the, the family goes in crisis, the extended family, and there's, it's just horrendous. It's, you know, there's, you know let, let's say one person takes his life, a hundred people affected, and I think in this case, it was more than that. In this case too, when everything was going downhill and, and, and my first, the way that my mind works is that okay just trying to keep move forward move forward not move on i i, I there's a big difference yeah, between yeah, the yeah, two yeah. and i thought about moving on and and so all i knew was to was bodybuilding so basically three months later i, I then went into prep for a bodybuilding show and, and that's what basically built my resilience and I, I didn't realize i was a bit of a pussy to be honest when i was younger that's why i never played i was never good at rugby league mate i didn't know i didn't didn't mate the fact of the matter it is you know, that, that, that hurts me you know? <laughs> that, that, don't hit me hard man don't tackle all above like head high and stuff you know and and then and then it wasn't until i went through the major adversity and i and i was about as low as i can go as well not 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 depression just trying to manage what was going on so i went on and did a bodybuilding show and basically dieted you know for 20 weeks and then went on and won everything and it, it was the best season I'd ever had, and that's what taught me. Wow, was that um, and then I rolled from it, from then on, and, and adversity, kind of what you said about Brett Tate going through multiple injuries and knee injuries and stuff. It's enough to get anyone down, but they've also got a different. They, they are, I wouldn't say maybe they're mentally stronger from from the get go than the next person. Uh, maybe that might be the case, or they just they worked hard. They had a, a better support crew around them. Um, it could could be all of the above. I'm not sure, but. It, but the best advice I can give people is that, you know, when you're going through your hardest times, adversity, there is there, there is always a way out, but you, you, you gotta grind it, not quit. And you, yeah. you have to hang in there, man. And But the, the better times, the better days, mate, they, they will come. But once you get out the other end, mate, again, like I say, adversity on the book there, I've just got adversity is your best friend. Mm. As simple as it is, man. If you can, you're gonna learn through adversity if you can come out the other end. Yeah. And, and you can, but, you know, it's not easy, it's not hard work, but you, you can do it. And, yeah. and, and that will, mate, that'll take you to another level. And, and to say what you're doing now, leading by example, you know I mean? You, you, you told your story at the start and, and that there is enough to build, you know, extra resilience on yourself more than the guys that you're working with now and, try, and trying to help. But the more you help them and then they overcome their adversities then they become mentally more resilient. They just, and plus they need someone to believe in them. I think self-belief and, and, and giving people pat in the back, encouragement, I think that's what I find there's a there's a lack of these days. If someone do, does something great or does great for me or great work, I'm the first to say, mate, you're the, mate, you're a legend, man. You're so good. You do the best work because you know we're here. To, we're we're quick to hear about our failures and the mistakes we made, but you don't see too many people patting you on the back, and there's not too many people that want to say how great you're doing out in the out in the community and you're doing this and that. There's not enough of that encouragement these days, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's kind of the way that we're we're trained, aren't we? We're you know the bit of the tall poppy syndrome, you know, the media as well. Like it, it obviously, um, you know, like just the general media um, in Australia is getting more and more like the British media, yeah. and it's all it's all negative and it's all it's all shit stuff. Hmm. And you know, you know what you know as you know, it's 
looking around here, you know what happens when you have a shit diet? Yeah, yeah, Well, it's yeah. no different to yeah. the stuff that goes on between your ears with what you listen to and that sort of thing. And, and it's great these days. You can watch, you can binge on all the shit stuff on Netflix or whatever <laughs> or wherever. Yeah. But you can also have access to some really cool stuff. Whoever you, who you find an inspiration mm. and um, a mentor, if you like, or a guru, for lack of a better word. Yeah. There's, there's a... Sh- there's a shitload of stuff out there. Whether yeah. it's like for me, it was like a bit of um, Wayne Dyer and there was um, John D. Martini and all these. There's so much stuff out there. Some yeah. of it's great, some of it maybe not as good, but there's plenty of stuff there to, to consume into that mindset diet, if you like. Is yeah. you know you can actually if you're going to take responsibility and grab life by the balls, it's up to you to take note of like where all this other shit comes from, and a lot of it's just like cotton candy shit. Yeah. Like, what are you going to consume and what do you want to have in your life? And it's like, well, grab it by the balls and do something about it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it can be really frustrating at times. Hey, but the other thing that we don't see with all those guys, like um, Brent Tate and um, and I, I heard Billy Moore earlier this year as well, you don't see all those guys that we do look up to as a guy, and we're talking generally here, same with the women would be as well, but you don't realise all those successful people, if you like, or people who've got their shit together, or all those people that are bulletproof, they've got a shitload of people behind them. Yeah. Heaps exactly. of people. And now Brent Tate reiterates that, like, mm. all, like you know, he's on the phone to his mate, his best mate, his brother-in-law, Scotty Prince, and he's yeah. having a chat. And as I said before, stuff, a, a great support stuff. network around him. Yeah, yeah, and you don't see that. You it's just key. see them playing playing footy and going really good like yeah. you don't see all the support behind the scenes and you know if the grab life by the balls barbecue at 6 30 at Mooloolba every Friday morning yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is, is your place is your place <laughs> for mateship and that's your support network yeah awesome if you've got more mates like de- you know down there and you just like bacon eggs on Friday morning whatever but like you don't you don't see the network of people and people need that network particularly the guys because we're just so isolated thinking that making money mm. and and having a lot of money is is the is living Foundation. the dream, and it's not. It's not. I think I think to finish on Sam, just a great note that you mentioned there. Now, let's say for 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 a listener out there at the moment that's listening to this, and then they're the person that feels they don't have the support network around them. What what advice would would you give them? Let's say they they may have, but because of the depression and anxiety, it, it has isolated them from society, and that's that that's a common. This is like the probably the most common scenario out there before you've obviously done your thing. What's the best advice you can give to that person that feel, you know, left right out, very isolated? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, it's a toughie too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I like to do my own shit in my own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'm just gonna throw out a heap of stuff and see yeah. what resonates with people. Um, podcasts, YouTube videos, um, the guys that I listen to at the moment are usually, are you listen to John D. Martini, he does a webinar um, about once a month. Are you talking about like positive yeah, inspiration yeah, stuff? Yeah, inspiration yeah. stuff. So listen, you know, be careful of what you're listening to and reading. Yeah. Um, so Dr. John Martini is one of my constant ones. Uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza is probably a little bit more in-depth and a bit heavy for some people, but he's he's something I listen to. I do, um, I have a bunch of meditations that I listen to. Um, I've just got into a bit more of the breath work side of things because yeah. breathing comes back Huge, to a lot of the stuff. It down. Yeah, but yeah. same and but same with um, body work and Cairo. You know, the best yeah. thing to start rehabbing is is your nervous system and yeah. how you, which controls and coordinates all your body. And breathing is probably the first step that doesn't get talked about spot enough. Spot on, so spot on. Yeah, Good so point. breathing. Um, I'm using the Calm app, and you can actually time how many breaths a minute you're having, and they'll it'll tell you to breathe in, and you watch the circle go around, and it tells you to breathe out, and you watch the circle go around, and that's really good to 
to retrain the breathing and I think I don't do enough of that so that's something mm. I'm starting to do but I do a lot of meditations um, I would do some with my uh, Reiki master she has a podcast I do a bit of Joe Spencer's stuff I just whatever works there um, there's there's a plethora of things there um, gratitude journal I've got the five-minute journal on my phone I come in and out of it uh, when I do it, it does, you can put reminders you can have a photo you talk about what you're going to get done for the day what you could have done better it's a, it's a good balanced way of looking at your day in the morning and in the evening um, and if I go back and look at the days that I haven't done it they're the weeks that I'll be like oh that was a bit I was a bit off and it's funny how that don't know which comes first the chicken or the egg yeah <laughs> you know get, getting out like i fucking love living on the sunshine coast it was a dream to live here yeah yeah but it's amazing like oh, i hope daylight savings never comes in because mm. of how early the sun rises so like i try and get down to the beach every morning um if i don't have if i get up early enough and i leave before the family are awake i'll have a have a body bash and a run so i've done some sort of physical i've seen the sunrise I've kind of earthed my bit. I don't wear shoes too much on the sunny coast if yep. I can help it. Try and stay grounded all the time. Just back to that, what you said about swimming in the morning and seeing simple things like the sunrise. Almost the most important thing is is starting the day. Like some people wake up in the morning, the first thing they do, they look at Instagram or they look mm. at Facebook. And it's probably the worst thing you can do. Whereas if you're going to get up and play, I, I love to play music. I'm just a, a music freak. And I put on, I play music and straight away man i'm in the zone eh? listen yeah. to it just listen to it and then mate i'm on the go right away and as i say you going down the beach something starting that day something so simple is taken for granted and it could be people just walking there walk it just walking in the morning listening to music walking the dog and i often put clients when we're going through preparations for shows I often actually would just schedule cardio for the sheer fact of the mental case, mm. the mental side of it. It's not mental case. <laughs> <laughs> so that I turn that, that take that back, take that, or just erase that part. And um, yeah, so just for the, just to keep their mental clarity there, mm. because for me, if I can keep them nice and calm and relaxed, they're going to get better results out, results out of it. So for me, it's just simply putting that in, not even for the fat loss side of it. I feel the fat loss will take care of itself if they're nice and relaxed. So yeah. starting the day, like you said, is key. Yeah, yeah, yes. Then that's um, that's a bit of movement as well. You know, exercise is really good. Meditation is really good for your mental health. We have a coffee down the beach every morning. Uh, Jacko is the unofficial mayor of Maulba. He's, he's only two and runs around. And I, I'm Jackson's dad in that scenario. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then coincidentally, when I've got the balls cap on or the yeah. whatever, they're like, "Oh, are you that?" Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that you know, that's there's I suppose there's a bit of social connection there. I've topped my own, my own bucket in my own way. Um, Listening to audio books, they're so accessible these days or inexpensive. Um, hanging out with good people. You know, having having a coach or a mentor or, a, you know, someone that you, yep. you know, even if it's just a mentor and there's a uh, an unofficial sort of chat that happens there. Mm. Um, but coaching, like paid coaching, I, I got a lot of coaching after I graduated. I had time and the freedom to do that stuff and the cash flow after not being a poor uni student. And mate, it was one of the you know it's still one of the best things, and still have ongoing coaching and different mentors, and I sort of pick, cherry Perfect. pick, and you know that's, I think that's most of it. And and the other thing going back to what we we're talking about before is if you are in that I suppose a dip or a plateau where you, you feel like you're dropping below the line or you're playing in the bottom half of the ladder, yeah, you know, yeah. it's about surviving, so it's slightly yeah. different, yeah. So if you are just starting to if you feel like you're dropping down, is to just do little things. Like for me, it was brushing my teeth, listening to an audiobook, making sure I got to the beach, having a coffee. Back when to I, basics, yeah. Huh? And it feels like it doesn't do anything, but it's routine. But you build basics. that momentum because it's like yeah. an exponential curve, isn't it? You yeah. don't just go, "Oh, I'm here," and bang, I'm there. There's like 
you know, you go backwards, you go up, down, you go around, you miss the mark, you don't do it as well. But if you're just doing a couple of little things, that momentum builds. Yep. And then all of a sudden you're above the line and your shit day, if you like, is a lot better, better than where, you where you're at. Yep. And it's just those little things. And even if you are at the top of your game as well, you still got to keep adding to that because at some point, you yeah. know, the things will, you know, you've got to have a good foundation for things to build on. If you're going to stay the same and think that what worked yesterday is going to work today, you got and in this fast-paced environment and yep. world, something's going to catch up with you. So you need to be also on top of it. You know, that's what... One um, step ahead, mate. Darren Hardy, a dude in America, he's got a really good quote about basically that the rent is due every day. <laughs> yeah, every okay. day. Well, you've got to turn up and you've got yeah. to, you know, you've, sometimes the hard part is turning up. Yeah, exactly. And if you, if you find yourself, you do get lost... And that's what I'll tell people to start again, come back to basics, exactly what you said. Well, as simple as getting up, making your bed, brushing teeth, having a shower, going back to the basics, going back to the things that you know that you've done for the last X yeah. amount of years. And keep a track of it. At one yeah. point there, um, Karen Smith, who's one of my mentors, uh, she's great too. Um, Hi, Karen. We're worth having, having a chat <laughs> with her. Um, yeah. And she talked about a confidence journal. So yeah. it's just for me, that was just writing down things that I'd done for myself, whether it was, for me, I love. Um, before things got a little bit busier than they are now. Like I used to love sitting and brainstorming and, and dreaming up what potentially I was working towards or and having a coffee and that was like my little ritual. Mm. That was my thing. You know, people love coming in and working out. People love going for runs or going for massive bike rides. It's like whatever works for you. But move, gratitude, meditation, all these things are shown in some instances, you know. Yep. Help pretty move pretty powerful. I was going to p- compare it to something else, but I'm <laughs> but as uh, are very very powerful and the thing that we have access to. Yeah. So just step up. Just do do up. do one thing, even if it's brushing your teeth or making your bed. It's always that's one thing more than you were doing before. Brilliant, brilliant advice. And I think with, with everything you just mentioned there, I think probably the most important thing that you mentioned that if you're in a role like us guys here now, and we, we're the ones that want to be the leader, so to speak, and, and help those out there. And you mentioned about filling our glass up, is how I describe it. And and, and then you want to overflow that glass, so AKA pay the rent every day, <laughs> is probably the best way to, to break it down. So what I'm basically saying is that, yeah, we need to be on our game. And we need to, like you say, you're getting down to the beach, and, I, and, I, and I'll sit here when, when this is finished, and I'll just have a bit of downtime, play some music, chill out, and relax a little bit, <laughs> fill up my glass, play a bit of guitar, I went down the beach this morning as well. Then little things to keep my glass overflowing every single day because mm. if I find I can do that, I find that I set the I set the foundation and the mood in this gym every day. Mm. So if I'm flat, it's flat in here. Fact. If I'm up, mate, everyone's going to roll off my energy. Mm. So for us, it's most important. And so the advice I can give anyone out there that wants to be that person that's always asking myself, you know, Leon, how do you how do you get part of this suicidal alliance or this and how do I can how can I help people fill your glass, mate, and overflow it? Mm. And when you when you can do that, you have more than enough energy, and you automatically you just want to go and, going to go out and want to help. Yep, agree. Absolutely, yeah. Grab it by the balls, mate. Grab it by the balls, mate. I know it's not the best thing either, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't used that one before. I have to use that again. I, I was, I was, oh, that's I, gold. I was, I was writing my book, right? I'll give you a signed copy after this. Oh, as well. you did. Do you read? Yeah. I hope you don't. I hope you read. Uh, give it to your son if not. No, actually, no, actually, probably he wouldn't probably want to read. It's probably a little bit too gory. Some messages in it, but um, there, there was a line in it that I wrote, blah 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 blah, blah and, it, and it said, "Grab life by the balls." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, man, I can't do that. That's like Sam saying." So I, I changed. And I think I read, "Grab the bull by the horns." Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll do. That'll do. Just still as Aussies they come in there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, nah. yeah. Well, that's awesome, Sammy mate. Thank you so much for your time, buddy. Really appreciate, it, mate. There's some great knowledge and education out there for our listeners and. Um, 
hopefully everyone takes our advice and they listen to it and they can all sort of yeah move forward with their lives as well yeah mate awesome, awesome. buddy thanks for having me let's have a great hour bye yeah, yeah cheers buddy good on you